What's up, everybody? Happy New Year and welcome back to The Experience. This is Season 4, Episode 6, and this is an In Case You Missed It episode. Now, being honest, so much stuff happened between last year and this year that it'd be impossible for us to cover everything. So, we're going to give you a top hit of In Case You Missed It. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. This is Season 4, Episode 6. This is The Experience. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe that it's 2024 already. 2024. Year of our Lord. 2024. Wait, did you say the the year of our Lord? The year of our Lord. 2024. Wait, 2024 is the year of the Lord? The year of our Lord. 2024. Every year is the year of our Lord. You're very Christian today. I love that yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> so you hear that, little Nas X? Watch uh, it. <laughs> Watch it, dude. Oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. I'm not one of those guys. But everybody, welcome back to the experience. We took a little break, but we are back. I am Jay Gooden, a.k.a. The Sports Gate, and joint with me is... The Allen, a.k.a. The Don of All Trades. And we are back for part two of season four. We told you guys we'd be back. I know last year, last season, we was like, oh, we'll be back. And then we never came back. We're back in this bitch. Yeah, we actually, like, low-key disappeared. Like, we, yeah, we, like, did. we really didn't come back. It's kind of like, you know, the shows would be, like, um, to be continued. And then, it like, never continue never comes. Mm-hmm. That's like, that like Moesha. Like, y'all, if you guys watch Moesha, I'm not going to tell you, like, what happened in case you, like, don't want to spoil it for Moesha, even though that show's been out for fucking years. But... It ended on a, bi- a big cliffhanger and never came back. You guys canceled. So, yeah. We're, yeah. we're not going to Moesha, you guys. Yeah, no, no, no. Not Moesha. We're, we're more like a, if anything, we're more like a, <laughs> like a show that comes back even better. Mm-hmm. Like, we, mm-hmm. we don't even get, like, even if we do get canceled, we're coming back 10 times better. Better mm-hmm. ratings. Like, Family Guy did that shit. They got mm-hmm. canceled, came back, better ratings, and now a staple show. No, I love family. I, you just reminded me I need to catch up on the episode, and we're matching too. I don't. We didn't do that on purpose, but we're kind of matching today. I mean, blue, blue is such a beautiful color. Mm. Speaking of blue, oh lord. So, guys, this is another. In case you missed it, just in case you missed it, episode five. And look, I just want to say first, so much shit happened while we were gone that it is completely impossible for us to cover everything. Impossible. But we picked the top hits that we thought, and like, if you guys want to talk about some stuff, if you're watching on YouTube in the comment section, feel free to sound off. But yeah, yes. we're gonna do the best we can with what we got. In the words of Mariah Carey, um, yeah. But go go for the first one. You got it. <laughs> in case you missed it, <clears throat> go blue, motherfucker, because we just won the national championship. I gotta give it up. Come on. You know, I can't be a hater. That's that's you impressive. Give it up. You they were undefeated the whole season. All the Spartans on the right, clap it up. All the fucking Buckeyes on the left, clap it up. Lord. And stay and niggas in the back, clap it up. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was interesting. I actually watched both of the games. I watched the one before the final, the because it was in the Rose Bowl, and you know the Rose Bowl is in California, mm-hmm. and so I had to check that out. Um, yeah, that's like, I, has that happened? Like, is that normal to, like, be an undefeated team the whole season? Oh, no, it's not normal. It's actually been, I think we're the fifth team since, uh, I think we're the fifth team in college football history to go undefeated. 
like since wow. like the championship, the new rules and whatnot. So yeah, we're like the 15, but it's been like a few teams in the last few years that have gone undefeated. We just so happen to punch our name in that list, you know. But it was beautiful sight, you know, Michigan. For many of you, you probably already know, but any new listeners, I am a Michigan grad. Um, so go blue, definitely it's in my blood. Um, I, I know Jay's making that face because because he just definitely gets he gets that feeling every time I do gush about my university, especially now that I go to Michigan State. But I still am a University of Michigan Wolverine at heart. So I was very happy to see them make the national championship. Yeah, not only make the national championship, but win the national championship so they can hoist the trophy. And yes, yeah, first time we won a title since '97, and I wasn't alive in '97. So. Yeah. Neither was I. But congrats to Michigan and keeping with the football team with the NFL, the National Football League. Uh, the Lions go Detroit because we just Ooh. won our first playoff game. And Ooh. is this the first time we've ever won a playoff game? Or like fucking ever? Sorry, no. Uh, forever, uh, yeah. Not forever. Um, <laughs> yeah, we won uh, in '91, I want to say, or '92, but it was the '91 season. Yeah, um, that was the last time we won a playoff game. So yeah, the last time we kind of like. Yeah, yeah, that's the last time we really want to play all game. So, like, this is a big, big moment for Detroit. This is the NFL wild card weekend for whenever you're listening to this. Um, so, yeah. yeah, this is when the NFL playoffs are starting. Yep, so it just the wild card over. just passed. The wild card. Yep, it just passed. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, by the time you listen to it, it just passed. But it actually, the last game just ended. But it's been a lot. It's been some really, really good matchups for all my football fans. Uh, CJ Stroud was able to shred the Cleveland Browns. So I have some Cleveland Brown fans, so I'm very sorry for y'all. Mm. Um, but we kind of knew that y'all wasn't going to go that far. Um, blue but for Lions. Blue for Lions. Blue for Lions, exactly. That's yeah. just like blue for go blue and blue for Lions. So it's good to rock. <laughs> you say, you know, you got to gotta give that head shake. But, yeah, shout out to the Lions. Uh, I think we played the Buccaneers now for mm. our next round in four fields, so we get another home playoff game. So, it's looking real good. It's looking like the Lions could get this close to the Super Bowl. We'll see. I don't know. I don't want to jinx it just because it's like when you put that Super Bowl pressure, that's when people just tend that's to fuck up. The Lions yeah. are notorious for getting so close and fucking up. Um, mm. Even I will say the Rams game, it was a pretty close game. Like, not going to lie. Like, it, it could have very easily been the Rams game. So, like, yeah, I know. That was. I'm just crossing my fingers, knocking on wood that, you know, the Lions make it as far as they can. And hopefully that is the Super Bowl. But, you know, we'll I see. You know, know, fingers crossed. We take it one game at a time. Like you said, the Rams definitely has our old quarterback, Matthew Stafford. He was definitely slinging that bitch. I was scared. It was a point where I was for sure like, <clears throat> there's a possibility that this could, this could end in a disaster. Like, not mm-hmm. a disaster in a way where, like, we just look embarrassing out there but a disaster in a way like our old quarterback who could never win here ends up coming back to Ford Field for the first playoff game that we've had in 30 years and then yeah. he ends up sending us home and eliminating us that's that's no, that's fucking unacceptable yeah Can't. and I feel like traitor no he doesn't get to traitor. no and he got his ring and you yeah, LA Rams exactly fan. he got a ring and i look i am a rams fan but like i'm from detroit like at the end of the day and like i'm always root for the lions come on now yeah not gonna root for the pistons though yeah it's nothing to root for we sacrificed the pistons for the lions but it's okay exactly and it, it is what it is i accept that i'll take this dub yeah all right in case you missed it let's keep it going jonathan major's trial results have come to light 
Um, he was convicted. I don't know, like the actual charges, but basically what happened was he got convicted by, they said he used unnecessary force when trying to get away from his girlfriend at the time, which resulted in her fracturing her finger or some shit. Look this shit up. Look, I'm, this is, we're not the news. We don't have like sources and like facts and shit, but I think that's essentially what happened. Correct me if I'm wrong, Darren. No, a thousand percent. That's a thousand percent what happened. Yeah, that's for for many of you who don't know or haven't been following, who live under a rock or who have a life, however you want to see it. Um, Jonathan Majors was on trial uh, for the last month or at least like the last couple months, like what it was, what started in November or the end of November, I want to say. Um, And he was on trial for uh, assaulting his ex-girlfriend, Grace Jabari. Um, And since, you know, that in that incident has happened, he's lost a number of roles. Um, he's lost a number of opportunities um, that, you know, he was kind of on the up up and up, the incline, the ascension. He was going to be like a, I guess, kind of like a our generation's Denzel. Not going to be like Denzel Washington. I mean, he but, was, I, I'll say that, like, he was going to be like one of the next great black A-list celebrities. We'll say that. We'll say that. Yeah. yeah. We'll say that. He was going to be the next one of the next greats. And he was positioned to be that way. But, you know, this whole thing derailed it. So, you know, we were kind of like, you know, throughout this whole year, we've been kind of seeing different things, pieces, evidence about what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, we had, uh, what was it, the, the text messages that came out about them. Um, There's a video of him running video. away from her. He was running away. And, you know, the trial process was the trial process. And the jury ended up finding out that um, <laughs> he was indeed guilty for two of the four charges, I want to say. He mm-hmm. got, um, I want to say he got like reckless assault in the third degree and like harassment in the second degree. Mm-hmm. So like he he got the lesser of the charges because he also had like um, assault like in the second degree. I want to say like legit assault, but it was really just a reckless, um, I guess reckless management that led to kind of an assault. And that was probably when he was uh, running away from her and the tussle that they had in the car and just kind of what happened from there. Um, so the jury did find them guilty for that. So, you know, if you kind of read in between the lines, you'll see like kind of what really happened. But, you know, you still saw the big guilty headline. Um, and as a result, um, he has, you know, officially been kicked out of Marvel. So he's no longer um, King of Conqueror. Um, yeah. As as of this recording, he was supposed to, he was lined up to play Dennis Rodman. He was dropped from who, that, too. That's who. Niggas was cooking that, though, because niggas was like, come on, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, I first feel like of he all. could do it. I played Dennis Rodman, so he could do it. That, for, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dennis Rodman <laughs> is not even like a, a, a picture of hope. He's not like a beam of positivity. Like, yeah, it's not he's, like he's like that upstanding. He's not like he's playing MLK in a dot. Uh-huh. And that's I funny. feel like honestly, playing Dennis Rodman would be on brand for like that's his life right now. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's he got a lot going on right now, and a little tumultuous, a little extra right now. I think Dennis Rodman role like Dennis Rodman would fit him. So I think here's what I have to say about this whole thing. Um, And this might be a little controversial to some people, but I'm going to say it anyway. We're going to keep it real. Um, I think, well, I don't know what was going on and, you know, in their relationship. I honestly think that they both were putting their hands on each other. And I think that like they were not good for each other. And, you know, I think that, like, it's not okay for anyone to put their hands on anyone during a relationship. You should never resort to violence. Um, However, should he lose his career because of that? Should he be dropped from multiple films because of that? I don't think so. And I think that, like, 
we're in this whole era of cancel culture and, you know, uh, and, you know, trying to hold people to the standard that most people can't hold themselves to. Um, and also, we have to talk about the race thing. Race is a huge factor in this just because when it comes to the criminal justice system, it, the odds are stacked against black men in general. And that's not to say that if he is doing something that is illegal, he should not be convicted because, yes, absolutely, he should. However, I feel like this is a prime example of the punishment does not fit the crime. And I feel like that happens a lot of the times for black men, especially him being as high as he was and as high as a status that he had in his career. Of course, he was a target. And I feel like, you know, it's unfair. You have somebody like Ezra Miller who does, you know, honestly worse things, allegedly, you know, and still gets to have his career and no one, you know, bats an eye. Um you have Jim Carrey gets to sexually harass somebody at the Emmys, but, you know, uh, Will Smith smacks somebody defending his wife and he's banned for 10 years from the Oscar. I just feel like, you know, it, 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 it's it, it's a double standard and I feel like the crime doesn't fit the punishment. And I feel like, you know, the odds are stacked against black men. That's how I feel about the whole situation. No, I, I agree. I think I think a lot of it. um you know, gets in kind of a public lynching territory when, you know, black, black people, especially black men, you know, make mistakes or make, you know, or, you know, do things that, you know, the public might not seem as see as favorable. So, you know, it's been plenty of, like you said, the whole Will Smith thing. Um, you start to see like how people will punish or like try to punish like black men for that situation. So I, I agree with you. I don't think he should have lost everything you know not necessarily everything for that i like i said i don't know exactly what's going on it seemed like just the whole toxic situation and who knows what like the past really was um but you know based on the surface and based off you know the evidence based off what the trial said i still don't think he should have lost everything but you know you know i hope that justice was served at the end of the day like i hope you know every the parties that were affected the most you know have some peace at the end of the day that this is over with um and i think he's gonna make a comeback i don't think this is the end of jonathan majors uh the last time we see him um i think he'll, he'll make he'll make some sort of comeback whether it be Tubi, maybe, <laughs> maybe or zeus it could be on a lower tier budget some shit he could be on some shit. don't do zeus put man on come on put him on baddies there's bad boys there's bad boys baddies bad boys wherever yeah put him on something and he go crazy he, oh, uh, hey, don't they fight too? They oh, fight. He go, he go oh, he'd be. He'd be. He'd be... <laughs> I know. Talk about reckless harassment. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right. I knew you were going to go there. Let me start. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. These next two are fucking crazy. So, you want to talk about the guy attacking the judge? Oh, man. Yeah. No, that was wild. I know you saw the video, too. <laughs> yeah. That, absolutely. That did you see the one where you could hear what he was saying? Um, I don't think I did. I just, I no, no, no. I remember like the the dialogue leading up to it. I don't hmm. remember what he said. I, I I don't I don't know if he was like talking while he was like whooping. He on was her, like, but, "Nah, fuck that bitch," and then no, like jumped on her. I do remember that. So yeah, ap apparently there was a trial going on with the man. I don't know. Do you do you know what the reasoning was why he was on trial in the first place? I have no fucking clue. I have no clue. I didn't read too much into this outside of what I saw in that video, but it looked like. You know, he was going to be convicted um, mm -hmm. and he had a criminal record. So the judge, you know, was was looking at looking at that, taking it all to account 
it kind of like what we said literally a few minutes ago or a few seconds ago about black men and how they're punished for certain things. He was probably getting grossly punished for some shit, you know, over over like some shit that he done. And then he just snapped, he tweeted. And, you know, he was hearing something and it sounded like she was about to sentence him to some crazy shit. And before she could do that, he snapped and then he leapt across the judge's table and like literally body slammed her and then started wailing on her. And it took him, it took them a minute to get him off of her. Like he like snapped. Like it was kind of crazy. It was actually pretty. Yeah. It was one of those things. I was like, what the fuck? It was, uh, yeah, it was like, yo, this is like, not, this is some shit that you would be like, wow. If you saw like a grown man beating another grown man like that, but it was a grown man beating like a, like an elderly, elderly judge woman. Like, it was it was actually what a crazy sight to see because you should like if you've seen the video if y'all haven't seen the video like it looked like some football shit like it looked like niggas was tacky. which makes me think whatever they say he did he did that shit he probably and did that the shit. sentencing is probably justified i'm just gonna say because what the fuck what the fuck he literally made it 10 times worse no he did he actually did you see the um picture of him after no. Like they put a mu- they oh put yeah, a they put the him. muzzle and shit on him. Yeah, on, they put a date and and the judge read off more charges, so he got way more charges than he would have got in already for like battery. He got like hella counts of like assault. Um, I think he got something with. I, I, it was some. It was like a misdemeanor. It's like a gross misdemeanor or some shit. I was, mm. really I was like, oh, this nigga. They're throwing the book at him, and rightfully so because, you know, he could he could have intentionally murdered her. Like he could he could have killed her. Like if it wasn't yeah. her, he could have killed her. The way he was swinging on her, I'm not gonna say that he he was his intention <laughs> for real, but it could have happened. So I don't know. That was one of those things that I was like, "What the fuck?" That's that's the that's what a that's a cap to the end of the year thing that you're like, "Oh, okay, that's a microcosm of what the whole year has been." Yeah, that niggas getting tackled. Insane insanity but we got something even more insane in case you missed it and you got you're hearing me correctly when i say this there were two senate i don't know what the fuck their positions were but they was fucking in the senate chamber they was taking that he was taking that shit he was oh taking it and the senate in the same room where sonia soto mayor got her confirmation to the supreme court they fucked in there they were fucking there's a video and everything Whoa, um what? I don't know. I, 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 what? <laughs> you heard me correct. There are two people, two Senate staffers fucking in the Senate chambers. Oh, my God. That I just feel crazy. like this country is a joke. It's a yeah. game show at this point. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. I'm like, this is what the high officials of this country are doing, like, fucking in Senate chambers. And that, that goes for everybody. That's like, if you fucking anybody in the Senate chamber, you should not be having sex. In there, those are two places you just don't sex in that don't like match up at all. Oh my goodness! I just and then I think there's another video of somebody fucking somewhere else in a like government official. Like, I'm like, are y'all that horny? Like, do you guys like? There's so many other places in DC to go have sex. Yeah, you just had to do it right there. Is that so? Have, really- have I ever been horny? Like. I I've been horny enough to do it in public, but I will never do it like at work. Like that's where I'm getting like you don't piss where you, or you don't shit where you lay your head. Well, you say that, but I think that no, no, no. It, it depends on where you work. Because yeah. some people work at Amazon, and I used to work at Amazon in the fulfillment centers, and there are a lot of places to fuck in the fulfillment center. 
Okay, I will, you know, that's different, you need to meet your fulfillments in the fulfillment center. So I'm not going to judge you there, but this is the Supreme Court. This is the, um, the Senate, the Senate yeah, chamber. chamber. You can't be doing that. That's like a, that's like an actual office with like desks and shit and like rugs. That's like fucking in a church. Like you don't, you don't do that. You don't do that. Like you can't, you can't, but hey, I, I heard politicians are really horny. Like that's probably one of the horniest professions. You can look it up. Like Why? Besides, besides like prostitution itself, it's one of the horniest positions because it's just like the amount of power that is being held at positions and, and even at different sectors, different calibers. Like there's always some sort of sexual coercion going on or some sort of at least kind of drunken with power a little bit. Like you feel like you can use that to solicit sex as much as you oh. can because, you know, that's one of the most that's one of the most bare bones, basic human pleasures. And people and we abuse our sexual pleasures our carnal pleasures all the time so to be in a political pop position of power of course you would abuse that to try to get some more sex so yeah a lot of politicians be fucking each other uh be fucking people that voting for them like it'd be it'd be shit that'd be going on like it'd be some shit and i guarantee you like like i mean we found out that well we wasn't alive but we found out about one of the presidents getting head in all office like people oh yeah People like these, they're these politicians. Not the Oval Office. It was fucking. I'm pretty sure nuclear codes are in that room. Bills are signed into law in that room, and your 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 sex juices are just all over and you're all over slobbing on the. I'm, I'm it's not, there's a, it's a whole house. It's a white house. There's so many bedrooms. I'm a, I've never been, but I'm sure. Oh my goodness! I just I guarantee you, Mike Duggan is getting neck every now and then. Oh, mayor of Detroit. The mayor of Detroit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who the mayor of LA is, but I don't know if they're like fucking in their office. I can I'm imagine sure that Gavin Newsom. I don't think he get down like that. He's that's the mm. governor of California. I don't think don't he's think doing so? that. You don't think so? not in the, not in his office? I don't think so. Sometimes when Gretchen Whitmer, our governor of Michigan, kind of gets into interactions with like other mayors or other governors, I'd be thinking like maybe she's fucking them. Uh. uh. No, no, I was like, no, nah, I mean, not, not for real, but it'd just be like, damn, like, what if she was like getting off? Nice. <laughs> I would be, hey, salute. You do what you got to do as long as it's within right. reason, and like, like you said, not inside of buildings with cameras that can be posted online, like the Senate chamber and and those guys. Sorry about that. So, guys, think about that this year because it's an election year. Vote wisely. This is a big one this year too because I'm thinking that. Unfortunately, Trump is going to get that nomination, and y'all need to go and vote. Like you, you really do, because he won last time because niggas was like, "Oh, like he's not going to win. He's never going to win," and he fucking won. Um, go vote. Every vote counts. I don't know how many times we have to say that. If you're not registered to vote, please register if you're old enough to. Um, yeah, and like get educated. Like do your research. Especially like in like the state that you are in, like research those candidates, research who's running, because it's like that's the stuff that is going to like, the, of course, the federal stuff is going to affect you. But the stuff that like is specific to your state is really going to fucking hit you. So it's important that you're like doing that research, looking up those candidates, making sure it's somebody that you don't think would fuck in the Senate chambers. I don't you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Yeah. Vote, vote for the real fuckers. <laughs> Yeah. Real fuckers. Yeah. And then you'll get what you want. I promise you. <laughs> All 
But all right, um, moving on. In case you missed it, congratulations to Halle Bailey and DDG on welcoming mm-hmm. a beautiful, healthy baby boy, Halo. Um, I'm just so happy for her, and I'm happy that she announced her pregnancy on her terms the way she wanted to, and like you know, it was a private thing for her. I think that like. We live in an age of social media where people feel entitled to that information and they feel entitled to like know like what's going on. And I just like, you know, the more and more that I like, you know, grow up in this generation, I just value my privacy. Like for 2024, that's a big thing for me. Like I will like give like when it's necessary to give on social media, but like my personal life, I want to keep that as private as, as I can. Um, and so I just like really like kudos to them for like like keeping that under wraps. Like I'm sure like people like thought that they knew, but like nobody really knew until she said something. And I just you know that's power right there. And you know I'm just happy that she was able to have like a healthy delivery, a healthy baby. She seems to be doing really well. So congrats to both of them. Yeah, salute to them. Congrats <laughs> to Hallie Bailey and DDG. All of you motherfuckers that shit on DDG can now shut the hell up. She is now a baby carrier, baby haver of his. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you guys can zip it up. But, yeah, no, salute to them. I'm very, very happy for them. Is The baby's name is Halo, you said? Halo. That is some Halley shit. That is like some... Halo, Halo. Yeah, that seems Halo, like Halo, Beyonce, Tree, Halley, Chloe shit. That seemed like some shit that they would do. Or they would pick a name that they would pick. So that's a know. cute name though, because Hallie name. and Halo. It, no, it's a good name, but it's just it's definitely on brand for sure. But no, for yeah. celebrity names, for celebrity names. baby names. Yeah, like Halo North Blue. People just say shit and just put it on a name. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm actually I'm actually very very glad that she was able to navigate you know the social media space and everybody kind of peering into your private life. And them kind of even playing into it. Like, this was kind of a game to them, especially, like, Hallie. Like, Hallie was doing, like, a lot of posting old pictures, but also posting her current pictures to make it seem like she had, like, a bump. But, you know, you couldn't really tell because she would post a lot of her old pictures. So you'd think, oh, no, this is how she looks now. Um, DDG literally on April Fool's Day, like, posted an ultrasound of the baby and said, I can't wait to be your dad. And everybody <laughs> thought he was lying because it was April Fool's. So like I it's literally like shit like that. Like they knew what they were doing and it worked. Um and they were able to like, you know, kind of fool all of us and kind of fool the media. And you know, and it's and it's beautiful that they were able to kind of keep their privacy and like like you said, reveal it to the world when they were ready to. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, you know, it's a beautiful baby, you know, happy for their family and you know, hope for prosperity in the Bailey household. Yes. I love how you said the Bailey household. The like, fuck yeah, DDG's not, last name. I don't even know DDG's last name. I fuck with DDG. I do. Because obviously, I, I say y'all niggas need to shut the fuck up. But it's still a Bailey household. She's still I'm like, screaming. Yeah, she I'm is Holly Bailey. She's top dog in that, in that household. Now, Chloe, your turn. Uh, I'm here. Chloe, I just. I'm here. I'm here. I could can, I can be the, the, the DDG. Like, I already got the D. Oh my goodness. All right. Christmas and New Year's. Um, what'd you do for Christmas and New Year's? Uh Christmas and New Year's. Oh, we did have two major holidays since the last time we talked. Um yeah. and today is actually MLK Day. By the time you guys hear it probably it won't be, but Yep, MLK Day was Monday. For you, those of you guys hearing this Thursday. 
MLK Shout Day was out MLK Day. Day. He had a dream, a dream that I fight vehemently against every day. Um, yeah. I'm kidding. Um, yeah. What was I, saying? I was going to say, he does. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I fuck with the whites. Um, but yeah, my Christmas was... My Christmas was pretty good. It was okay. It just seemed it was just like a, a grown man Christmas. And I'm starting to yeah. As, as I feel of. that too. This is my first adult Christmas. Yeah. I, this is the first year I got everybody gifts, and like everybody didn't get me gifts, but it's okay. <laughs> I forgot your, okay. Gift, your gift's coming. He's he's talking to me. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like now, there's, um there's a secret Santa that we're doing at my job, and like two people didn't get gifts. And they're like, and they mention it like every day. They always be like, I'm still waiting on that secret Santa. I hope he's not a secret anymore. Like, yeah. type shit. And I was just like, ugh, you know, niggas. But, um, you know, this is definitely a grown man Christmas. Um, and I say that to say that, you know, there's no joy in it anymore. Um, um, there's, there's, I'm not, not saying it on a, in a bleak way. It's just that I'm too old to have any type of joy in this because it's really reserved for kids, uh, people with relationships, people with families. When you're like a nigga in his mid twenties that's single, that has you know minimal you know responsibilities, like in the sense of like when you know families, like people who are heads of families have, <laughs> and when you just have you know you have pretty okay money, but you ain't balling like that where you just like you know you can go ahead and just just splurge on everybody that you fuck with. You gonna have a regular Christmas, and that's a grown man Christmas. It's kind of a sad. I, I kind of disagree with that a lot, like vehemently, um, just because like I feel like for me, Christmas is not about the gifts. It's not about the presents. It's about the joy in the air and spending time with people that, you know, like that you care about and that you haven't seen for a while and that, you know, and, and, and I don't know. I just feel like the winter itself is so bleak and depressing. And for me, Christmas is that pick me up. It always has been. Even if like the situation is a little different now, I'm not getting as many gifts. I'm giving the gift. Like that that was a big thing for me. Like it was even if I didn't like get anything and I wasn't really expecting gifts, it was a big thing for me to be able to give to people this year because I've always received and like to be in that position to be able to do that. Like that's like pats on back. That just goes to like all of the work and shit that I've put in. Like, I'm just like really proud of myself that I was able to do that. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I love Christmas music. I love Christmas caroling. I love the Christmas parties, the ugly sweaters. Like, I love Christmas. Like, it's probably my favorite holiday. So like, I don't know, like, no matter what, like, I will always have like that sense of joy because I just feel like this world, especially this past year, it's so depressing. And I feel like Christmas was that moment to like, not necessarily forget about everything, but the that moment to like, you know, just you, it, it was a holiday to be happy and to be merry and to be joyful. And so that's what I look at it as. I feel like, you know, it is about gifts to a certain extent, but like, it's not all about that, you know? No, the, get, you gotta like, re, I think the challenge for us, like being 25 is like rethinking like, what our gifts are essentially like not like maybe like our gift isn't something that's material maybe it's like you know the opportunity to like hang out with people who you you know wouldn't normally hang out with like or do something like for me like i feel like i made my own traditions this year like i usually go back home but like you know i had christmas with some friends and like i was able to cook and i was able to not only cook but you know pass down like pass down recipes that like my family had always made for me like, I was able to share that this year, and that was something that was, like, 
really like cool for me. I'm like, damn, like I'm at that level where I can like make this shit and like not even, and I only have to call home once. Like, you know, so yeah, I love Christmas. You can't make yeah, me hate it. I see, I see. You just went on a little tangent. I was like, you got a little soft spot <laughs> on Christmas. Yeah. I, I was about to ask you, what'd you do for Christmas? But you kind of already put it in a little, little bowl, what you did. You kind of had like a, yeah, your own little traditional things. And, and that's what's up. You know, I didn't, I'd had a good time. I'm about to say, I wasn't like sad during Christmas. I'm this is boring as all shit. And, that... you know, and it's, it's, you know, like I said, I do totally agree. You know, you find different ways to kind of cherish the holiday with the people you love within your means. You know, it yeah. is about people and, then, and not not about gifts. So I definitely agree. And like I said, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I've said this on this platform many times. Um, and yeah, that's Thanksgiving's like the, lit. We love and Thanksgiving. That's the biggest family holiday. So I love family. Get together and cherish people you love holidays. Definitely. Um, it's, just, yeah. it's just Christmas just has a little bit of extra childlike wonder that kind mm-hmm. of dissipates as I've gotten older. Um, and I think it'll yeah, because I, I can understand from your point, like the excitement of a child, like going downstairs in the morning and opening the presents like that fades away right. when you get grown. So it fades away. And, you know, it is what it is. You know, maybe, you know, maybe next next time we talk about a Christmas pod, I'll have something, you know, in with me. You know, that would actually make me cherish Christian, Christmas. A baby? No. No, not that far. But yeah, <laughs> maybe 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 a girl. Maybe, you know, maybe a dog. Oh, <laughs> I could see you with a dog. I could see you with a dog. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm just spitting shit out. But yeah, yeah, that's kind of what Christmas was like for me. It was, it was okay. It was pretty dope. I did, did my thing here and there. No. Um, Watch some Christmas movies. I love Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, I watched Harold and Kumar Christmas special. That is a really, really good Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> when I say really, really good, I don't mean like in quality. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, New Year's. What about you, man? How was your New Year's? Oh, New Year's was a motherfucking blast. I actually started the New Year in the Big Apple, New York. As many of you guys know, New York is like a second home to me. Mm. Um, got to hang out with Cole, Matthew, Jalen, you know, got to hang out and see my friends who I haven't seen in a minute. And it was it was amazing. It was a great time. Um, and like so many people are like, oh, like, where's the New York photo drop? What'd you do? Where's the videos? You should vlog this and vlog that. And it was really big for me on this trip specifically to just, like, enjoy being there and, like, you know, have the memories that only we will share in our brains, you know, and, like, be able to tell the stories and not necessarily, like, focus on, like, getting that right photo or the right video. And, like, you know, like, I just really just wanted to, like, enjoy myself and have fun. And I did. I had a great time. Now, I will say... After New Year's Eve, I did get sick for like that week. That fucking sucked. Cause who wants to be sick on vacation? Um, thank God it wasn't COVID or anything like that. But you know, uh, I was sick I, I, and I hated that shit. But after I got sick and after I like, you know, got better, it was fun. Went to some exhibits, went to some museums, ate some great food, got some bomb dick. Um, it was amazing. And you know, I just feel like my husband, he maybe live in the Bronx. He might. He might live in the Bronx. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds like a fun time in New York. Yeah. No, it was New great. York, New York's lit. Yeah. When I went uh, earlier last year during was St. Patty's, it was fun. So I can only imagine what it's like during <clears throat> New Year's Eve and whatnot. So, yeah, no, I'm glad that you had a great time. Um, yeah. You, what, what, how was your New Year's? Um, it was pretty regular. I didn't, um, 
I vowed not to go out this New Year's Eve. Um, I had mm. a little bit of an incident at a club a couple weeks before that, where it was mm. just a lot of a lot of shit going on. So I, I was like, you know, it's better for me to stay inside, away from people for New Year's Eve, uh, just outside people. I'm not saying like I'm not my peers because I did decide to hang out with a couple of my peoples. <clears throat> uh, my friend uh, Azaria, she was actually on this podcast. She had a uh, she had a um, Azaria Lynn. Yeah, she had like a little kickback, girl. kickback for New Year's Eve. So we all kind of got together, drank a little bit, watched the ball drop, um, smoked, of course. Um, and yeah, that was kind of yeah. I was really just with people I fucked with. I I even I ended up leaving and connected with a couple of my coworkers, um, and we were able to kind of like drink a little bit too and chop it up ready for the new year yeah this it was really unproblematic very very chill new year's eve i didn't really do anything yeah it was kind of it was it was really just like boring as fuck like like i said this these holidays have been boring for me man i need to create some more excitement for myself maybe next year but i mean it's coming it's 2024 i really am excited for this year i have should we talk about resolutions? Like, I mean, yeah. I don't really have like any formal resolutions, but me neither. Well, yeah, I, I just, got something on the top of my head. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that one I kind of already talked about is like living in the moment. I feel like I lived my life on social media, and I just feel like I don't really want to do that this year. I feel like I'll use social media for the podcast. Um, I'll use it for my music, for my art and share that but like at the end of the day like i feel like you really have to cherish your personal life and like the personal things that happen like everything's not for the internet you know you know some things have got to be for you and i really want to like you know stress that this year and like you know keep that like you know people and no judgment to people who do this but like you know i know there's people who like will post their all of their friends every time it's their birthday like i feel like it's more important to call your friend on the phone and tell them like happy birthday you know not to say like if you don't want to if you want to post me you can like i'm not saying don't mm-hmm. do it but mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i just i really right. want to um i don't know i want to like live in the real world this year um also another one is like i really want to you know focus on mastery of my craft like i just want to like i was watching an interview with Issa Rae and she was like my resolution for next year is just to be better like i will do better i will be better and I, that really resonated with me. Like, I really want to do that. And, like, I really want to, like, let, like, my craft grow. And, like, would I have six, uh, would I have for goals for success? I don't want to put a timetable on them. Like, it's going to come when it's supposed to come. Because I don't, I feel like putting pressure on myself instead of, like, focusing on just getting better is kind of, like, counterintuitive. So, like, you know, like, I just want to make the best shit that I can make and you know however long it takes and yeah and yeah that's that's pretty much my resolutions for the year no that's dope i like them yeah kind of being better i really like the one like you said Issa ray said that um i kind of employ the same philosophy just to be better i kind of say i say that like hollowly every year like i'm gonna be better i'm gonna be better i feel like i kind of sing the same tune um, but I do want to say this year feels a little different and maybe because it was like at right after the 25 year, the age 25 year. So it does kind of feel like, oh, this is my first resolution when I'm this age and mm-hmm. how I'm feeling at this moment. So, yeah, I've been I've been kind of having that realization that I kind of want to be much better than I've ever been 
<clears throat> I kind of want to seize the moment a lot more. Um, share it, like kind of like you said, live in, live the moment. I want to really. I have a hard time like making the moment the most that it can be. Like I, I kind of like let shit pass, and you know, and my value for those things kind of you know, I don't really see the full value of things until it's already passed. Um, I kind of want to see things for what they are as they're happening. So mm. I definitely want to do that more. Um, I keep I keep mentioning moving more intentionally, but seriously this time. Um, yeah. actually, you know knowing what I want to do and kind of, you know, being the best at that and, you know, trying to, you know, improve my skills too. You know, I'm in grad school now in UX. Um, I need to, I kind of want to build my portfolio, start like honing my research, my design skills, kind of getting into that realm a lot more. Um, yeah. And then just like my personal life, just like kind of boss up my personal life. I just want to lean into me being that nigga because I know I'm that nigga. You are that nigga. I, I really need to start leaning into that where I can, like, not arrogantly, where I'm just, like, going around with, like, my dick out and shit, but <laughs> going around where I am, like, yo, like. Um, I, I, when you said that, I just pictured somebody being like, oh, here's Darren again with his dick out. Oh, dick out. He's like, <laughs> uh, put that shit away. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I kind of want to move like that and, you know, kind of, you know, be mindful of what it what it takes for me to be happy and make the steps necessary so I can get there. So, yeah. Yeah. I would say that that's my new year's resolutions, uh, in a nutshell. I, I, obviously I got my regular ones too. I definitely want to eat better. I definitely want to exercise more. I definitely want to, I want to spend about, Oh yeah, this is a good one. I want to spend about two to three months out of the, out of this entire year sober. So sober. If if I'm 12 months of the year, two to three of those months of the year, when I add it all up, have to be me being sober. So 60 to 90 days. Look, you got it. You got it. I'm going on seven right now. So yeah, you can do it. You've been you've been balling. I know your ass been thinking about martinis every fucking week. You know, actually, no, I haven't. Like I've been really good. I feel like it only happens like like around big events where everybody's drinking. So yeah. I would say the last time I wanted to drink was New Year's Eve because everybody yeah, was taking was shots. They're like, oh, it's New Year's. And I'm like, <sighs> I know that was tough, but I got through it. I got through it because I, you know, I have a bigger goal in mind. And so, you know, yeah, yeah. I made it this far. So it's like, why not continue? Um, but yeah, you've been good. You've been good. Good and sober. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that brings us to the end. This was an In Case You Missed It episode. Like I said, there there was so much more that happened that, like, we there's no way we could have talked about it. But I think those are, like, the top things that, like, I feel like everybody is talking about. We even talk about the Emmys and, like, how, you know, yeah. black women are making history. They are. But, yeah this is the end of the episode if you want to check us out we're up and running on tiktok now the experience at the experience dot podcast on tiktok we're also on instagram at the experience underscore podcast um you get all the latest updates on what's going on episodes and clips from the show now um those will live on tiktok and instagram um if you want to find out what the fuck i'm up to i know i just said that i'm not going to be on the internet that much but you know i have other stuff coming new music art all of that um if you want to find out what the fuck i'm up to you can find me at j underscore good in 98 on instagram and where can they find you 
You can find me uh, at Ned Saturn at N E D S A T U R N everywhere. Yes, yes. <coughs> Excuse me. For yeah, it's, it's, it's the beginning of the year. It's getting cold. Hey, we we finally got some snow in Michigan, and it's um consistently zero degrees here. So oh, cold I hate that for you guys. Cold. You look all bundled up too. You really do. It, it is. It's, it's bad over here. It's it's, it's yeah. blue season. Everybody. Stay warm, stay safe, stay healthy. Yes. All right, guys. This is, I don't know why this is wrong. Let me edit this. There there we go. Because this is season four, episode six. We're in the second half of the season. And we will catch you guys next week for another brand new episode. And we will have a guest next week, too. So, yes, yes. yeah. All right. <laughs>